Hey everyone, this is Larissa, CEO and head designer of Rissleruco. Check out my Instagram and handmade creations at Rissleruco. Stay tuned as more is to come. And enjoy the episode. Welcome to the 114th episode of the Free Pizza Podcast. Today's guest is Jamie Wainick, an illustrator, designer, and photographer. Enjoy. pizza your platform for creatives and today we have the amazing jamie wainick in here what's oh, up wow okay what an introduction yes well i'm proud of myself too because i said your name right the first <laughs> time yeah no one gets it right it's wainick not wainick i don't know i don't yes. know people are too creative with the, with the i know i know but yes um <laughs> grateful that you're here you're from durham uh, you know you're from, from here but from you greensboro yeah live in durham now, yes but you're here for the week for the week, yeah, yes. just visiting my mom. Hanging with the fam yeah, a little bit. Hanging with the fam. Yeah, how's that yeah. been? How's mom doing? So far, so good. Yeah, it's great. Um, I I come back to Greensboro pretty often. Yeah. Like, all my family's here. Yeah. Like, when I say all my family is here, like- my extended family, no one's ever left except for my cousin who went to NC State. So, we're like the outliers of a family who just <laughs> moved an hour away to a different really? city. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Is there any reason why? I don't know. I think, like, my grandparents are from this area or, like, the Mayo Dang, Madison area, like, way out in the middle of nowhere. But we all just kind of stuck around. My mom comes from a huge family. Mm -hmm. She's one of seven children. Yeah. And they all live here. And it's great. Like, we're everyone's cool. so so good to each other. I so supportive. That. Yeah. Yeah, so support everywhere around here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yes. Well, welcome to Greensboro again and again and again. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to jump into this. And you do so many things. Um, yeah. Photography, yeah. illustration, design. All of the above. We're going to dive into <laughs> all of it. Sweet. Yes, yeah, so let's, let's do, do it. it. So let's start back at the beginning. Okay. So where did the first thing start? Oh, okay. I think I have always been the art kid. That's just always been my, uh, kind of what people peg me as. Like, I just, I remember even being in preschool, like, being artistic, and it's something that I've always been good at. Yeah. Um, my grandmother was an artist, and so, thankfully, I had that. Uh, just my family knew how important art was, and how just they saw it as such a positive thing, and really encouraged me to pursue that. So, um, growing up, like, if there was a school project that required art I was like the kid everyone wanted on their on their project team (laughs) Jamie on Jamie yeah (laughs) that was like that was where I shined in school and then um yeah so basically drawing painting are my bread and butter um I've always kind of liked to do things the right way and learn how to be like technically sound Mm -hmm. I think um so just learning the fundamentals of I do a lot of watercolor but I've done oil and um like graphite you know all of the the basics so yes yeah that that's kind of where i started i think yeah, yeah. so just talk about your grandmother for a second yeah so what type of was she a painter she was a painter she okay. did oil paintings awesome. um and she she passed away about two years ago mm. and um but it's it's been really cool because even though she's passed away everyone has her paintings yeah. in their houses and um, she's just left such a legacy, even yeah. though like there's just this physical reminder of her that's beautiful everywhere in all my family members' houses. And um, she was really inspired by impressionists. And so like my I think my dad always joked that her paintings looked like they've been out in the rain or something <laughs> like that. So, um, but so they're really unique. She had such a unique style um, and taught me like painting should look like a painting. It doesn't have yeah. to look like real life. That's not necessarily what good art is Mm -hmm. good art doesn't necessarily have to be realistic which i think a lot of times is what we teach little kids like the better the more like lifelike we can make something the better it is but she really um instilled creativity as a priority in art that's amazing so did your mother do anything with art she is creative but not necessarily in a visual art way yeah yeah but she's she's still creative she's funny and um, I think people who are funny are like just so creative. Absolutely That's creative. Such, a, such a form of creativity. And 
Um, she's also really organized. Oh, gosh. I <laughs> yeah. wish I was. Yeah, me too. Oh, yeah. No, she's definitely the type A person in yeah. our family. And I'm like the type, I don't know, Z. Like however far <laughs> away we can get from that. So. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. So do you remember like growing up like at your grandmother's house, like watching her paint yeah. and getting inspiration all from that? And then, of course, you were doing it as well right. back then. So were y'all like doing it together at all? Yeah. Like- I remember for a short while she gave me like watercolor lessons and – just kind of taught me the just basics of how watercolors worked yeah. and what it means for them to be translucent and like what happens when we add white and these different colors yeah, and yeah, yeah just the the fun the fun basics of it That's amazing. uh it was really cool and so uh and then she's the i did my first oil painting at her house yes. yeah so she's really yes. just what me what got me into art in like a, a more dignified way you know yeah. i think she was always like, we don't want to give you the cheap art supplies. Like, you need okay. good quality paper that yes. doesn't warp when you paint on it. Like, I don't – she would always get irritated when I'd come home from elementary school with a watercolor painting <laughs> on this, like, flimsy paper. She's like, this isn't what artists use. And, what is this? Yeah, so she really saw dignity in children's artwork, and I think that that was cool. Yeah, That's amazing. Yeah. I, it's always cool having the influence when you're super young. Yes. I mean, at that point, you're very impressionable anyway, so that's mm-hmm. a good – time to really kind of drill it in absolutely so awesome so obviously you kept painting stuff all throughout your adolescence always yeah so when did did you take a lot of art classes like middle school high school what do you um, remember yeah actually i mean we i went to a small high school and so we didn't have like crazy art classes but mrs welch my art teacher yeah. uh she just always encouraged me i mean we were we're, we're pals to this day and oh, that's awesome. um so i always took her art classes and yeah. um but I, I also did other things. I um, was a dancer growing up and did that through college. Wow. So be, even beyond like visual art, I still had other identities, I think. And mm-hmm. there was a point where I almost resented like only being seen as the art kid because oh, I was yeah. like, there's more to me. I'm like, a, I'm a human. Come yeah, on. like, come on, guys. Like, but I mean, everyone goes through that, I'm sure, yeah, um, yeah. in some way, shape or form. So, yeah, I, I took art classes, never anything outside of school, yeah. but I was just very interested in it. So I would practice at home a yeah. lot. And yeah. I think when I was 16, I went to a local gallery and took some of my watercolor prints and before she looked at the prank, she was like, uh, well, we don't have anyone like under the age of like 21 or whatever yeah. in this gallery. And then she saw it and she put them in her gallery. And that just, I don't know, it made me feel validated. Like, oh, maybe there's something there that other people like. And so that was really cool. Yeah. That's cool. As you said, how you said you were 16? I think so. Yeah. Oh, that's nuts. Like, could barely drive. That, that's making, yeah. <laughs> your mom, like, drop you off at the gallery right? and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure she was a thing. Yeah, that'd feel yeah. amazing yeah. for someone to be like, oh, wow, okay, cool. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. So, at that point, what were you really painting? Like, yeah. were you, like, doing, like, nature stuff? Were you doing abstract? I, like, so, I was a horse girl. Okay. <laughs> Yo, shout out to <laughs> admitting that. That's awesome. I know. I, I am finally far enough removed from it where I can admit it (laughs) but so horses were a big part like I like Degas he painted horses and he was I don't know if he was normal but whatever (laughs) um I painted a lot of horses and dancers so like my two interests outside of art um portraits I really liked painting old people uh yeah I mean I think they're just they have really interesting faces like wrinkles and there's stuff to paint compared to a young person who's just like that's a good point very flat (laughs) yeah absolutely yeah um and yeah, ju- I mean, just like nature scenes, I've never mm-hmm. nothing, nothing that unusual. Um, yeah. But landscapes, some of that. So yes, yeah, absolutely, yeah. which is beautiful. Thank you. Absolutely. So, <laughs> when did I guess the illustration kind of mold into that later on? Like, when did that yeah. that start, or what was photography next? Um, so I don't, photography was a little bit that was more in college. Okay, more in college. Yeah. Okay. So, so pause on yes. photography, pause illustration. Kind of the same. Like, I think that was just a natural movement into illustration from painting. And, yes. Um, went, well, yeah, I never I never really saw the difference between painting and illustration. Yeah, that's what I kind of want to add. Yeah. I was just like, oh, I don't know. I mean, I think it's kind of the same. It is kind of the same. I mean, at least in my brain, it's the same. There's nothing that is, like, I don't, I don't use a different, like, mental method, whatever. Right. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So that's awesome. So... Yeah. You going to, okay, you're in high school, so obviously you're yes. still doing this stuff. Yes. Horse girl. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when you were going, when you choosing schools to go to, uh-huh. did you go for art? I 
Well, okay. I I don't think I really knew what I wanted to do in college. Um, uh, I always was told to do art. Mm -hmm. And I think part of me wanted to be rebellious and maybe not do the art thing. Like, I think I was like, well, everyone is telling me to do art, so... I don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think fair enough. like there's more to me than that. But eventually I was like, well, what else am I going to do? So, mm-hmm. um, and I loved my art teacher. So I um, went in for art education at UNCG. Okay. Um, and UNCG was just kind of um, my dad, actually. So to backtrack, this is kind of a thing interlaced throughout my recent life, I guess. Mm-hmm. He was diagnosed with early onset Alzheimer's my senior year of high school right yeah. around the time where I was picking colleges. Yeah. And so I went deciding on a college to go to. I chose to go to one close to home, UNCG. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily because they had a great art program, but more so just so I could stay close to home because I knew things were getting, we're going to get rough with that. Yeah. And I just yeah. wanted to be near my family. Mm-hmm. Um, and that ended up working out so well just because I didn't even know UNCG had a great art program. Yeah, but they um, Yeah, they did. And so that was... Also around the time choosing my major, when I started to get into photography, mm-hmm. um, my dad had given me my first like Canon Rebel uh, back in the day. Yeah, yes. like my senior year, and I didn't know how to work it. You know, I'm still <laughs> on like, manual or automatic mode and thinking yeah. I'm thinking I'm doing everything. Think amazing, I know that feeling <laughs> way too well. Yeah, so I was maybe more confident than I should have been, and I. Make friends with some people who are in um, bands around here. My friend yeah. Anderson Reagan has a band, Pictures of Vernon. Yeah. Quick shout out for oh, them. Yes, yeah. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. And they are just so talented. So I um, was just good friends with them and would go to the shows and kind of just wanted a job. So I was like, I'm the photographer. I am the band <laughs> photographer. <laughs> hey, heck yeah. But I had no idea what I was doing. Like looking back at those pictures, they are not great. <laughs> so, um, but it was still a fun experience. And that was my first ever like photography gig i guess yeah, um really that was your first one well i didn't get paid for it yeah but i mean like but as far as one of your first like big kind of yeah like, i mean that was sort projects. of when i would give my pictures to other people yeah, yeah and, and wasn't just doing photography of my friends at yeah. you know the bowling alley <laughs> like, yes I don't know what. <laughs> shout out to those photos though i, I have yeah. some of those. Did, were you a Flickr kid uh yeah i was i had a Flickr, but i didn't really use it it oh, was okay. more of like because I didn't want to put these pictures on Facebook because my family was going to be like, what are you doing? Like, oh. why are you? <laughs> they, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, who are these strange people that you're photographing? That like, are, what? Yeah, covering tattoos and I don't know. Oh. You know how family members are. So I, yes, just, I, I was like, I'm just going to, there's nothing wrong with, these people are great people, but I just figured Flickr would be, I could I could distribute the pictures yeah. easier. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I don't know if I was a Flickr kid. It was just the easiest method of Uploading showing off my work. Photos. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So, Back to um, college. So yes. art history. Art, uh, art, art education. Art education. Art yeah. education. So when you kind of delve into that, how would that look? Were you uh, obviously you're excited about it because you love art. Yes. But I know that is a, a, a tough course. It is. A tough curriculum. It so is. tell us about that. Um, I think, so I, it just seemed like the natural thing. I didn't necessarily ever see myself being a full-time artist and I and I wanted something that was gonna, you know, make money, be financially, I don't know, wise. Yeah, and yeah. I think that it, that seems like the the right option at the time, not knowing much about art. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also wanted to work around people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I was like, I like kids. I like high school age kids, and okay. which is crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. You saying that is blows my mind. Right. No one like I was, it's a calling, I guess. So, um, so I was like, okay, art education. That seems like the logical option. And then a few years into that, I just it wasn't it wasn't what I wanted to do. I didn't. There was no big reason why. I think I just realized that I wanted to keep making art, and I was about to get into the classes where I would be learning teaching techniques. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not developed enough of my own skill to teach it. So I, I think I, at that point, I had one of those quarter life crises and um, just decided to switch to graphic design because that was also okay. a, I knew that I could find a job in that mm-hmm. um, easier than maybe a studio art job. And there's nothing wrong with that. I have a lot of friends who did studio that. art and I fully, support that but I wanted to um just I thought graphic design seemed interesting I'd heard about it but I was always kind of thinking that 
Graphic design was just the computer did the work. There's no creativity involved. Oh, I know I was one of those. <laughs> I didn't have any experience in graphic design yeah. in high school, and I don't think the people around me really knew much about it. And okay. so there's, I, in when you're in a position where you don't know much about something, you you hear these things and you like graphic design just doesn't seem like the most appealing, beautiful form of art like painting is. And um, so I had to really get rid of that stigma to. Mm become a graphic designer say, yes, absolutely <laughs> yeah and I mean I have witnessed so many incredible graphic designers there is absolutely creativity involved in that <laughs> yes I was so far off back in my high school days <laughs> to think that it was the computer doing all the work like, yes yes <laughs> Jamie now would not get along with Jamie back then <laughs> absolutely and even with yeah. me like I'm kind of delving into graphic yeah. design now um I feel like I'm late in the game but it's so hard it I is. mean, for me starting out, and it's like, I've like illustrator and whatever, and I was like, how does this work? Right. You know, so tell us about that. So tell us about the, I guess, more your projects you did, mm-hmm. how the, was, it, was, the, was the class, was it strict, was it loose, or kind right. of, you know, what you learned? Um. So at UNCG, it's, you're, you're a studio art major with a concentration in graphic design. That's mm-hmm. how it goes. So um, we focus more on just, there's a lot of creativity focus, and uh you, you kind of have to learn the rules of design on your own mm-hmm. in some classes. I think some professors are going to hit harder on that than others, yes. for sure. Um, but I, I kind of think that that should be taught as, like, a primary. Like, you need to know mm-hmm. the fundamentals of graphic design because unlike art, which is a little bit more subjective, graphic design, like, there's there's kind of a right way and a wrong way yeah. to design a pamphlet or a website. So... That was kind of a challenge was figuring out like the right and wrong ways of doing graphic design and making it functional, which I mean, it's creative in and of itself that you you have to think about how other people are going to view it and um, not just making it look pretty, but making it functional. Exactly. Yes. And so that that was cool. And I think that's sort of where people either hit too hard on the functionality of something or the creativity of something. And being able to merge those two is the challenge and the fun part. I think I like it. Of course you do. Bring it on. Yeah. So um, I didn't really know I was good at graphic design, I think, until maybe around my senior year when I started to realize that I was I was like competitive with my with my classmates. And that was it felt really good to be recognized by my professors as someone who's doing really well and um, who has potential in this, because when you're the art kid at a small school and you go into a giant college and. Uh, see all these other creative people who have been also the art kids at their school. Yes. It's very intimidating. You're yes. suddenly not special. Um, oh, yeah. I, mean, I definitely <laughs> understand that for sure. Yeah. And so that was a little bit discouraging at first. And then once I kind of got my stride, um, I my confidence, I don't know, it, I, it got back to a more healthy place, I yeah. think. Yeah. yeah. I think it's cool being, obviously, people always ask me, do you feel discouraged knowing that there's a, a bajillion photographers or yes. a bajillion whatever? And it's like, Kind of yeah. not really because you got different views of right. pers- of the life in the world. You know, not everyone's the same. So Absolutely. that's usually does that help you kind of combat getting discouraged or yes. getting intimidated? I think so too. Like I, you hear that it's an oversaturated market. Yeah. Um, that was kind of my my hang up about pursuing photography was that I thought I was like the world doesn't need another photographer. Like they don't need me to to make art to make photos. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, yeah, once you get into it, you realize that everyone has a different philosophy, a different approach to it. Some people are great at editing images. Some people are yep. great at posing, like Absolutely. graphic design. Some people are great at motion graphics. And some people are great at print design. And um, you have these different areas of strength. And everyone has something. I think we're all you know, unique creatures. We all have independent thought. And mm-hmm. everyone brings something different to the table, which Absolutely. is really, really cool. Yes, which is something I'll keep in mind, artists. Yeah. Don't get discouraged because of that. If this, if anything, just work together. Yeah, and find your stride, I think. That's a, that's a huge thing is... Find someone that you're inspired by and then figure out what you would do differently. And that's not necessarily a criticism of that mm-hmm. that person that you're inspired by. But it just shows that you have independent thought and you have some unique perspective on it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so as far as you want to jump back to you, so painting, illustrating. Mm-hmm. So were you still kind of, did you have time to do that while you were Yeah. There? I think um, early on in my college career, I did more illustration, painting stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually started this cool thing called 
Art Drop MC. Ooh, yeah. What's that? What's it's, that? It's fun. Um, but I'm kind of putting on pause right now, but I would just go to coffee shops and be painting mindlessly or doing commission oh, work. That's cool. Yeah. And then I would have these like painting sketches that were like thumbnail sketches of a bigger painting I was working on. And I realized I have no need for these things. But if mm -hmm. I left this like tucked into the seat, at a coffee shop and someone found it, that would be just really cool for them. Yeah. A lot more cool than me keeping it for myself. Yeah. And it's like a little uh, treasure that you find of like, no just hidden art. Yeah. And so I kind of created this movement where artists leave tiny little pieces of art around North Carolina and like say tag the artist on Instagram if you find this. And um, then you can join the movement by creating more art and leaving it in hidden places. So that was a, that was a cool thing I did. That so I would like cool. to get back up and moving, but it's sort of been put oh, on the yeah. shelf for now. But it was that was kind of a side note, fun thing I did with my illustration that at that cool. time. Yeah. Um, Dang, I wish and, I found one of those. Yeah, I know. It was fun. And then at the same time, I was also doing a lot of, I kind of started doing pet portraits. Mm -hmm. And yep. that, <laughs> I, I still do pet portraits to this day, but I need to scale back because it's, I, I, I did so many and it wasn't necessarily a passion. It was more of, a practical thing to do to yeah. make money. Money, yes. Yeah, and every artist has that. You have to find the balance of yeah. making money and still loving what you do. Yes. Um, and I think I got a little bit burned out from that, but it was still fun and people wanted my work and that, I was like, oh my gosh, you're going to pay your hard-earned money for yes. something I did. And so that, I don't know, that was, that happened in college. That was um, when I first started like actually making money with That's art. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So tell us about the first time you were commissioned. Like, how'd you feel? Who? Um, I I don't even know when the first time I commissioned I was commissioned was. Well, I guess maybe like yeah when you start getting commissions like okay. how you, as an artist you probably were like oh crap this is crazy yes. like yeah. I can do this so. and I I think I painted my cousin's dog just for fun awesome and I yes. put it on Facebook and then I start getting messages oh, and, and they're like hey will you paint my mom's dog will you paint my I don't know my dog like all these people love their dogs and want to spend money on them absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. um and I liked that I did them like kind of funky colors it wasn't this lifelike um yes. portrait and it just felt really really validating that um it, it took off very quickly and to the point where I think I painted like 10 yellow labs one Christmas like, <laughs> oh my everyone god everyone thinks their yellow lab looks special but they all look the same <laughs> no, <I'm> <laughs> <laughs> oh she's burning uh, something y'all I love what? a good yellow lab but She's sad on y'all. Yeah, just maybe get a funny looking dog. I'll paint that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So wow, you yeah. were so you were doing it back then. That's awesome. I know back. Oh no, I I, I love asking people about the first times uh -huh. getting commissioned because I know it, it it makes you. I mean, it, for me it was amazing. Right. It was just like okay, cool. Maybe I'm not crazy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It you was. Know? It felt really good. Really, I don't know. It was kind of like you you go through your life and you are told that you're a good artist but you're always like are they just saying that because they have to like would yeah. they actually go out of their way to support me and when people like take initiative to message me on instagram and ask me to do something that just i don't know I, i'll never take that for granted i think you shouldn't yeah you should not. yeah that's amazing yeah and well deserved too thank you um so you, you said in later in your college years um it kind of trailed off the painting and stuff. Yeah. Is it because you got kind of busy with school? Yeah, I think so. Um, and I think graphic design kind of took over, yeah. really wanting to build yeah. my portfolio, which I think as a graphic designer, when you're looking for a job, having a portfolio is everything. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, but it was still a creative outlet. So um, my capstone piece was this magazine that I, I didn't have to be this extra with it. Like I just, I wanted to create this incredible portfolio piece that I could take to jobs and also just, I could say I did it and be proud of. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, I wrote articles and designed an entire magazine for teenagers mm -hmm. um, called Potential Magazine based on just the concept that I think that teenagers have a lot more potential than we give them credit for and mm -hmm. we see all these great teenagers in the news like the parkland kids and then greta yeah. like all these like just kids they're not kids they're young adults yes. that are um able to take on really complex topics and we have kind of been like teenagers are just 
lazy. They mm-hmm. don't want to do anything. And I disagree with that. I yes. think we've told them that they're allowed to be lazy. We expect them to be lazy. And it's a self-fulfilling <laughs> prophecy. That's what happens. Yeah. 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 So yeah. why are they going to why are they gonna try to do more if they don't have to? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I created this magazine that talked about um, mental health issues that teenagers face and how to cook a meal. Like all these things that mm-hmm. just how to be an adult and how to take initiative for your life. But I made it uh, branded for teenagers, like that would be interesting for them to read. And um, it was, and I wrote like really long articles about just my stance on where teenagers are, like why they're important to our society. And mm-hmm. so that was a really fun project. And doing things projects like that I just fully lost myself in and <laughs> I made them a lot bigger than they needed to be <laughs> and, I mean but yeah. still it's good that it shows your character and shows your just your, your hard work ethic. yeah if I'm interested in something I'll work hard on it like you're in it if I'm not interested in it it's a little bit harder but it's I mean like, everyone's like that oh absolutely yeah. yeah yes yes that's amazing so and that was your capstone yes so that was my capstone project. obviously it worked yes yeah <laughs> you graduated yeah I so did. Um, photography for a second. So uh-huh. were you, were you still kind of doing like portrait stuff there? Not or are really. you kind of just put, chilling on that? I took one photography class in college. Um, and then just kind of, that was around the time where I was like, I don't really think I'm needed as a photographer in the world. I didn't, I hadn't really developed my own style. Um, I didn't know enough to know where I needed to grow. I mm-hmm. think it's sort of once you, photography is one of those things, probably everything where you, you learn one thing and then the more you learn, the more you realize you don't know. I wasn't there yet. I was just yes. kind of stuck. Yeah. Um, but when did I get into photography? I think uh, it was really working or being friends with Juliet first. Uh, shout to Juliet yeah, first. Juliet. She's an incredible photographer and she really encouraged me. Um, and then my friend Annie Shelmerding also is another photographer. So just being around friends who are taking pictures and I have my camera and I'm like, okay, I got to figure this out. <laughs> I want to be like them. And yes. I got to keep up. <laughs> Um, being around people who inspire you and who are willing to kind of hold your hand and help you. Yes. I don't know. In that, that's when I started getting into photography and then people would ask me a second shoot for a wedding and that always feels really good. And, you know, second shooting, there's a little bit, the stakes are a little lower. You don't have to be. Yes. Incredible. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. I hate shooting weddings. Really? Okay. I hate it, but I will take a shooting wedding. Yeah. Shooting weddings is stressful. Yes. You have one shot, and <laughs> if you mess up, then the bride and whoever whoever's involved in the wedding is not going to be happy. I'm telling they you. Should, should, they should not be happy. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, people always ask me, like, I get asked all the time. I always just yeah. give those You're jobs like, no. away every time. <laughs> but it really is. It's, it's stressful. It's a, pa- it's a passion thing. You have to like doing weddings. Right. And, and I, I think I do. I really do like weddings, and yeah. that's something I'm pursuing. I'm trying to be like, hey. But you have to, people have to trust you at the beginning, mm-hmm. because if you don't if you haven't shot a ton of weddings, you don't necessarily have that huge portfolio. So yeah. I think there's this awkward gap of like, you have to just trust that I can do a good job based on my past work. That's maybe not uh, primary shooting a wedding yes. and um, finding the, the people who are willing to put their trust in you. Yes. That. Yeah. So you, you want to get into that. I would like to. Yeah. I don't think I want to be full-time wedding photographer say, traveling every weekend. I'm, just sounds exhausting i'll put you on <laughs> yeah People ask me please. all the time yeah i but i would really like to do more weddings that's um my main goal right now is just more professional photography in general okay um yeah yeah okay, i got you shout out to myself yeah shout out to jamie <laughs> i would definitely put people ask me literally almost every week yeah, i get at least really? two people like hey oh i'm like oh, i'm not doing it but here's a list but here's a list yeah yes. yeah so i'm i'm hoping to pursue that and i just love weddings i'm i'm one of those people that Nothing i think they're it. so fun horse girl and weddings <laughs> oh no you shouldn't have told oh, me that. No. That, was, that, was a, that was a mistake. I'm sorry. It's going to come up for the rest of your life with me. Oh, I know. I know. It's, people are fascinated by it. They're like, so do you think that your horse could tell you the secrets being ever? I'm like, no. But there are people but, like that. But yeah. Horse people are weird. And I'm not going to defend them. They're weird. Horse people, I mean, watch out for them. I mean, you're talking to yourself. I on this plan. I'm an ex-horse. I'm a recovering horse girl. Okay. That's what I call it. All right. Fine. <laughs> fine. Fine. Um, so, you graduated. I did. With, as a Spartan. A Shout Spartan, out to Spartans. Spartan Pride. What year did you graduate? Uh, 2017. Okay. I, I was 14, that. so you're a few years after. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. It feels like a long time ago. It wasn't that long. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> because it's 2019. Yeah. 10 years ago. Oh my gosh! Oh my goodness! That's weird. I hate thinking about it. Yeah. Why did you bring that up? I know. I'm sorry. Yeah. What the heck? We're old now. 
stop. Okay, moving on. Next question. (laughs) Don't get sad on this podcast. No. Um, So, 2017, you graduated. Yes. So, what was the plan? Uh, Yeah, I was looking for a graphic design job. Mm -hmm. I was at the time doing an internship with Downtown Greensboro. Yeah, Yeah, which was so cool. I loved working with them. Zach Matheny, the the whole team there was was just awesome. And that was such a cool experience. And I wasn't only doing graphic design for them, Mm -hmm. even though I, I was, but we, I was just helping on developing new ideas to bring people to downtown. And, um, that's when I realized that I wasn't only interested in art. Like, I just liked working around people. And mm-hmm. I was kind of like, I think I could maybe be interested in anything if I knew enough about it. Yes. Um, and so I, it was a hard decision to leave downtown Greensboro. I worked for them a little bit after graduation mm-hmm. that summer. Um, but then made the decision to move to Durham. And that was just, uh, I've been in Greensboro my whole life. And things with my dad were starting to get, more difficult and me being around didn't necessarily help the situation and so I think mm-hmm. I needed to have a breath of fresh air and also prove to myself that I could do it so I heard great things about Durham North Carolina yes and absolutely yeah I, I knew it was cool and art seemed diverse and I wanted all those things and it it is it's really cool mm-hmm. so I moved there without a job without knowing anyone and did retail at West Elm for a hot minute oh, yeah okay. Well, some, okay. Okay. <laughs> not okay. my not my cup of tea i'm not good at retail just, <laughs> but you like people i do like people but playing. i don't I like retail. selling them couches oh yeah i'm like i you can just get this cheaper somewhere else like i'm the worst salesperson yes. i'm like trying to save you a buck <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like my bargain shopping tendencies it's just like, conflicted yeah yeah <laughs> go over there target has something really similar yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they're never going to hire me again if they hear say, this podcast. Yeah. Threw them on it's okay. No, West Elm's great, I guess. <laughs> uh, no, I met some really cool people there and still yeah. in friends with them. Yeah. Um, but then freelanced also for a bit there. Um, and that's when I really got burned out, I think, when I was freelancing. The Free Pizza Podcast is sponsored by Zipster, specializing in custom websites and local design. You don't have to lift a finger to look cool online. Visit Zipster.com and see what they can do for you. In this new city, it was a pretty dark time. My dad was pretty sick and um, around like this, like, Thanksgiving of 2017 things just got really bad and mm-hmm. I was in the middle of Christmas commissions and um I was just by myself all the time because that's something I don't hear very many people talk about but when you're a freelancing artist who works from home you're by yourself yes yeah you don't really mm-hmm. get out that much and or have a reason to and that was really hard for me I think I'm I realized I was maybe a little bit more of an extrovert than I ever thought I was. Mm-hmm. And just being in my apartment all day, I have a roommate who's a cat. So, you know, I talk to him a lot. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but um, that was that was a hard time. And I think I realized that I wanted a, a job job um, in an office and freelancing wasn't going to be, at least at that point in my life, what I wanted to do the whole time. And mm-hmm. so I was applying for gra- uh, graphic design jobs around the triangle and got one at a tech company. Yes. Yeah. So that was a great, great first experience. Got um, there, just got, got experience doing a lot of things, some motion graphics, some studio photography, mm-hmm. um, being around people who are just so technically sound as designers was really cool. Um, just really knew what they were doing, able mm-hmm. to teach me a lot. Yeah. Um, that was a great growing period in my life um but uh it's like a tech company and technology is not something i (laughs) know anything about (laughs) um so i think it just wasn't that it wasn't really what i was interested in so when i was at downtown greensboro i thought i could be interested in anything yeah but i was wrong (laughs) Um, yeah but it was it was still a good experience and i'm really grateful that i was able to learn a lot from that and so around, after my, my dad passed away a year and a half ago, um, mm-hmm. and after that, I just kind of started to really value mental health, and yes. um, I struggled kind of with depression and anxiety all throughout, like, my dad's illness, and um, I had watched people or in my family, just how they handled it, I thought that was very interesting, and um, mental health has always been, like, my platform beyond art, um, and I 
just I, I just kept feeling like I was being called to help people mm-hmm. who were struggling in some way. There's a lot of people who are just doing that just need help in the world. And um, I knew like as a graphic designer at this tech company, I wasn't able to help people in the way I wanted to. Yeah. Um, I wasn't able to just meet people where they are face to face. I was working in an office like that just wasn't like, there's nothing wrong with that. But that wasn't where I felt I was called to be. And so made the decision to um, leave my job and go to grad school for professional mental health counseling. Ooh. Yeah. But yeah. And so that was a really scary jump because I was like, well, I went to undergrad for one thing yeah. and this feels completely different, yeah. but it's not. And I think because I was at this, I was, I wasn't making art at this point during um, my time at this job. I was just kind of, I would leave the office and just be completely drained mm-hmm. creatively, yeah. creatively. And, um, I kind of felt like if I had a job that maybe wasn't requiring me to be visually creative all day long, I would have more creative energy to do what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's where I'm at right now. So my day to day, I'm a full time student um, learning about how to be a therapist. And it's it's just really I love what I'm learning. It's really cool. Um, But I also have time and mental energy to study photography, study art. Mm-hmm. Just do what I want to do. And yeah, so I don't think, I think I don't want someone to think that because I have chosen to pursue this professional direction that it means I'm any less of an artist or I'm I, doing that because I wasn't good enough at graphic design. Mm-hmm. I was like selfishly self-conscious of that being the perception. But yeah, I think yeah. that's something that, you know, if people think that, then that's on them. Like, yes, absolutely. <laughs> that's amazing. I love that. You know, you try you did the freelancing for a while. Yes. Okay, cool. Wasn't quite what you wanted. Right. Uh, you work for a tech company doing creative things. Mm-hmm. Quite, and then you you know going doing something else. Yeah. And I love that. You know, you're kind of a person to be that example of like, okay, well, I don't know what I'm doing. I, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like I don't know. I tried out, but you try all these things. Yeah. You're taking, and taking I, so many leaps. And exactly, I don't think, and I don't think anything was a mistake. Yeah. I think everything in my life has led me to this place, and I don't think I would have pursued counseling if I hadn't had a job that I wasn't in love with um and I don't think so I think that I I'm a Christian I think God kind of put these things in my life to lead me to this direction and to teach me the skills like I'm I still plan on doing freelance stuff I still plan on doing photography yeah Yeah. people would know like I mean like when you're people always ask me why why aren't you fully freelance blah 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 because I like the balance yeah you know like I mean yes (laughs) I mean like it's for the financial thing Uh too but like freelance you gotta pay for your insurance and then you this and that and I don't mind my day job you know um but you get so yeah you get super drained yes you know and that's I'm glad you kind of told that story of how that yeah. can work for some people. Some people love it, you know? Right, absolutely, and good you know? for you. I yes. mean, I, I will never tell anyone not to freelance, yeah. but I think, yeah. you know, make sure you know that's what you want to do. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's going to be, and plus I think it'd be a cool combination to be a counselor yeah. and an artist. Right, because I think being a counselor requires creativity. Yeah. Um, that creative problem solving, being able to think on your feet to yes. help someone. Um, mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, I, I'm a calming presence to my people I'm photographizing. That's not the right word. Photographing. (laughs) Photographizing. (laughs) New word. What is, what's going on? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, going crazy. Um, So, I don't know. I think I'm hoping that they'll both uh, complement each other. Yes, oh, they definitely will. You're going to be amazing. Thanks. So, let's talk about your little bit about your process when you are creating. So, it's funny how you said calm because I feel that when I'm looking at your your art. Okay. Because I feel that Ooh. that piece when I'm looking at it. I think, I know, I think <laughs> Thanks. The colors you use and all yeah. that just look really good. Right. So, um, so what is your process in you know when you're doing personal work? Yeah. Um. I think I've always been inspired by just the things around me. I'm not. There's some artists who are inspired by their emotions, who paint mm-hmm. what they're feeling, or, mm-hmm. um, and that is really, really cool. I have a lot of respect for that. That's not my personality. That's not really how I – I don't see it as a therapeutic thing. Mm-hmm. It is more of uh, – I it, it requires a lot of brain power for yeah. me, um, which is great. So I will start with just an inspiration. I want to paint this mountain range, and mm-hmm. – um, but I don't want it to ever look exactly like that mountain range. That's to me, that's a little bit boring. Like everyone could do that. I want to make it 
a Jamie Wangick piece. I want to kind of pull in something that is from my own imagination that is unique to me. Either that's like colors or I don't know. I've, I'm just kind of a, I think it, it reflects my painting, my personality. I'm very easygoing. Yes. So I'm not going to overwork a painting. I'm just going to kind of, if something messes up, I just kind of roll with it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah which is good. Yeah, and that's really influenced what my art looks like, and I'm really shaky hands, so I never do, like, fine detail work. I, yeah, I, and I like to show my brush strokes. I like for nice. I like to be able to see the process, be able to see what I was thinking when I was doing it. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't think about it like that. That's yeah. really cool. It is really, like, I, I love art where you can go in and see, like, the pencil marks of yeah. the the artist, even though that's, like, you know quote unquote like bad art <laughs> like do bad not do art. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but or like paintings so when my grandmother passed away and they're kind of going through her house cleaning out her work we found a lot of paintings that were unfinished Ooh. and that is just so cool to me because you can see like mm. where she was headed with it or like why she stopped them and I have so many unfinished paintings in my drawer. And I'm like, I'm not gonna throw these away. Like no. they're not, they're not trash. They're just, I, I, like they're fine how they yeah, are. It's like parts of her thoughts. Like, yeah, on paper. it's really cool. Right? Yeah, yeah. And I, I think that just makes it a little more unique than like a finished piece. Like it's, yeah. it's unexpected. So yeah. I don't intentionally unfinish my paintings. That just happens because I'm, you know, scatterbrained. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. I will because that's the number one thing with me. I'm just like, how do artists know? How do illustrators and painters know what they're doing? Right. You know, I'm just like, what in the world? Yes. But yeah, I mean, I love, I love how you, your process is really. Yeah, cool and I think I, I'm better at just leaving a painting alone than I would be leaving a photograph alone. I like have been going back and re-editing all my old pictures that I took like a year ago, yeah. and I'm never completely satisfied with them. And maybe that's just because I'm less I'm, I'm still learning a lot about photography I'm always evolving yes. and there's a little bit more of like a right way and a wrong way I think mm-hmm. sometimes to do edits of people that are flattering or getting skin tones looming yes. and yeah. yeah um but with painting it's kind of like a, a lot more subjective it's you kind of who's to tell you when a painting's done yes yeah so I'm yes. like if Absolutely. you don't like it too bad. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's and I think it's very cool that you're kind of taking a dive into learning photography now too. Because uh-huh. I mean, I think that's I think it's super. I like it. it's a big advantage for you to learn to know all of them. Absolutely. So what? How are you learning photography now? Are you watching a lot of videos, yeah. books? Like, how are you enhancing those skills? I am learning just. I watch a lot of those. I'll get like Facebook ads that are like free course, and they'll yeah. Yes. And, and yes. then at the end for like thirty minutes, they'll be like, "Okay, now you're gonna you should sign up for this five hundred dollar course." And I'm like, "Okay, but I'm like, not gonna do that." No, uh, but yeah, <laughs> back <Exit. out> of, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there's a lot of free opportunities to learn out there. I mean, mm. YouTube yes. will teach you anything you want. I anything. think. I mean. I'm not ever going to tell someone not to go to school for graphic design, but if you want to learn graphic design and not go to school for it, you can. No excuses. There's yeah, there's yeah. no excuse to not yeah. to not learn. Um, yeah. It's very accessible, which I think is really really mm-hmm. cool in this day and age. I think that mm-hmm. accessibility to um, education materials is just awesome that yeah. that we can do that. So. Yeah. Yeah, that um, and learning from my friends. I'll I'll text my yes. friend, be like, uh, "What is wrong with this picture? Like, I know this isn't <laughs> what I want it to look like." And having just another pair of eyes look at it, and be like, "Well, why is her face green? Like, I don't know. That, that's like, never happened, but <laughs> you know, but I definitely right, get yeah. what you mean. It's cool, to, and I love having the friends to go to. Yes, you know, they can sit down with you and like, okay, this is what right. this is, and blah blah. blah. I'm a personable. Um, and what's your Juliet? Yes. yes. Oh, she's the best. I'm happy you mentioned her name. Yeah. I did interview her. Uh, it's probably been two years uh-huh. ago on this podcast, and she's just a joy. Um, she's amazing. But, Absolutely. Um, yes, this is so great. You're doing so many things. Yeah. You've done so many things. I yeah. love it. Yeah, it's cool. I I'm never gonna be able to. I think I'm always gonna want to be learning. If yeah. I get if I feel like I've plateaued in an area, I just hop to a different area, yeah. and then eventually. Come, come back come around, back. yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But there, I mean, there are some things that I just I'm I'm really bad at ceramics. Have no desire to ever do that. <laughs> I suck. Like my professor, I had to take one class. Nikki at UNCG. I keep hearing that. Yes. I think I've met her like once or twice. <laughs> She's cause... a Spitfire. She's funny. Yes. But I I took that class like over the summer just to fulfill a credit, and I did something, and she uh, pulls out a piece I did from the kiln, and she's like, Jamie. 
this looks like shit. <laughs> like, I mean, you're. I mean, you're not wrong. Like I messed up the glaze. There's chemistry involved in yes, it. And absolutely. It's, it's like no, it's no, science. thank you. Yeah, and then like printmaking things like take a really long time. I lose interesting. I'm not about okay. the process. You have artists who love the process mm-hmm. of printmaking and. I wish I were like that, and I have so much respect for them, but that's just not me. It's super difficult. Yeah, it is. It, take, it's such a, it takes such a long time, and I'm like, I like watercolor because I there's no setup involved. Mm, I just need water and color and paper. You just paint. <laughs> right. That's so cool. Yeah. so much. Just so much. So much. It is so good, though. Yeah. Um. So as far as before we dip out, uh-huh. um, first of all, how's um, graduate school going? Have you started? I have, okay, yes. Gosh, I yeah, I just, I'm like finishing up my first semester, okay, okay. and it's so cool. I think, I, I there's some things I'm learning that I wish everyone could learn oh, yeah. this, and right now, I'm in a human growth and development class, and I'm like learning what goes on in a toddler's head, and I'm like, oh, this makes sense, why they're yes. screaming all the time. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, I feel like I could be a better parent from watching, their, yeah. from learning this, and um, just learning about people. I love, I love people, and mm-hmm figuring them out so i think grad school is for for mental health counseling i'm that's that's what it's all about and it's it's really cool that's cool i mean could you you could possibly do like an art therapist yeah i I don't know much about art therapy i i haven't done enough research to have a a, i don't know i want to do internships into a couple of different different alleys and see what i like and Like, yeah. I love teenagers, so I really would, yeah, yeah. whatever is wrong with me for, for liking yeah. teenagers. Yeah. Is, I mean, I, mean, I yeah. think that age, and obviously we both lived through that, right. it's a very uh, interesting age. Yeah, I very... mean, you have a lot of, I think, teenagers, like, people dismiss their problems very quickly, yeah. but they're they're real to yeah. them. I mean, you know, you have your boy problems, and I lead a, yeah. I lead a high school small group, and those girls are just so cool and so smart, and yeah. their problems are, are legitimate. Real so yeah. I don't like to see people just dismiss them as like, ah, oh, oh, thanks, teenagers. teenagers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. I kind of could see myself doing that, but art will always be yeah. like my foundation. I think I don't yeah. think I I think I identify myself more as an artist than I would as a, a counselor. Right. Um. Right. For whatever reason, and maybe that will change, but right now that's kind of where I see myself, and I think in the future if I ever took a break from counseling and whatever life stage I'm in I can always fall back on art full-time and mm-hmm. it's always gonna be there and I, I don't think I'll ever stop being an artist yeah please yeah. don't okay you're too talented oh thanks of course of course of <laughs> course so are you open for commissions I am open for commissions okay, yeah cool. yes so before you do that Obviously, you've given us a bunch of advice throughout this whole entire conversation, uh-huh. but if you could choose something else to tell Ooh, okay. an up-and-coming artist, what would you say? Yeah, I think find inspiration, figure out where you're most inspired, and um, I, I love social media for inspiration. I think, you know, you have pros and cons of social media, but I personally, I feel like I have a healthy balance of Instagram, so I follow a lot of artists who inspire me, but also don't act like their lives are perfect. I think yeah. that's like a really a really important thing is to see the truth behind that. Um, and then also for graphic design especially, um, if you want to pursue that professionally, you need to learn how to be marketable. <laughs> and not everyone is going to teach you that you need to do that. Yes. And people are going to be like, just do what you want to do. But that is, uh, you can't get a job in graphic design if you don't know how to market yourself. Yeah. Um, for better or for worse, I think the faster artists can learn how to be marketable just you know is the number one thing you'll get a job and then it's great so yeah that's yeah that's a big big thing awesome and before we bounce you recently went on some trips i did yes no postcard she didn't send me anything but also i asked her well (laughs) what you posted i thought you were still there i'm doing a bad job i went to my mom and i took this trip to France and Italy. My mom had never been to Europe. Um, We went in May for two weeks. And it was kind of like after my dad passed away, we hadn't been able to travel for a while. And it was like, we can finally exhale and take this trip. And um, so that was kind of the the inspiration behind it, something we've been planning on for a while. But I have been trying to post pictures on Instagram without just overloading everyone's timeline <laughs> but it's turned into me just dragging it out for months like it is october now 
and I'm still posting. I'm like halfway through, so yes. I need to like pick up the pace on that. Yes, people think you're in. <laughs> people think you're in Europe. I know. Like I, I, don't, I don't want people to think I'm like a this was travel amazing. blogger or something like that. That is not me. <laughs> that is amazing. But okay, fine. I forgive you. Wow, I'm way off. I'm way late. Now. Yeah, yeah. It oh was May. God. It was like still cold back then when we were there, and Dang. before the the heat wave and everything. Well, in my defense, we I don't think we even yeah. became friends until right. I don't know when I. When we, yeah, found each other yeah, but yeah on instagram so right it's, yeah, that's fair shout out to instagram by the way yeah the that's gram how, i love it we became friends like i have so many friends i've just met from instagram yeah if yeah. you want to be my friend just, just yes. message me and be like hey you're cool absolutely I'm cool. Shout out. <laughs> and um what is your instagram my instagram is jamie wingick creative okay. so all my all my handles my website yes. my facebook if anyone uses that oh uh, it's the worst i keep i go through phases where i'm like i'm gonna use facebook yes. i like linkedin i do that too but uh, that's just, really the worst <laughs> oh gosh i can't no i think if it weren't for this podcast i oh, probably yeah. wouldn't even have facebook that's true that you no know, because yeah. my photo work comes from instagram right you know i just but as for podcast facebook is really just for my family like my mom doesn't have a facebook so i'm kind of like making sure everyone knows like she's great (laughs) oh yeah that's right all her friends have added me (laughs) yeah it's like she's yeah i'm just like her mouthpiece yeah so it's it's fine (laughs) yeah i mean you know whatever but um website uh jamie wing at creative.com and that's j-a-m-i-e don't switch that around yes. <laughs> i will yell at she's you. gonna yell at you mm-hmm. i got it right the first time well yeah. i said her last name right the right first you said time. it right but i also spelled it right you did on my, my computer so <laughs> shout out to myself yes shout, shout out to out jamie to um uh, horse girl if you have oh. any horses you need you need uh need it painted or want to commission her for a horse. horse she'll do it i'll paint directly on your horse too oh that sounds gosh. fun right maybe that should be my new thing so just really bringing all um, of my talents recording yeah recording you <laughs> oh my gosh she's not gonna paint on your horse so I, I would not allow it um but no she will paint anything i mean yeah if anyone asks you to yeah. um photography do that yep. yes and I any do. graphic design stuff yeah anything. absolutely all of it all so. of it all of the above yeah, so um, give her some work, make her busy. Oh, if you um, are getting married, yeah, she wants to dive into that. Please, that would be great. Yeah, <laughs> she <laughs> can have engagement all of it. season. Yes, yeah, absolutely. So she does all the things. Hit her up, please, mm-hmm. and keep supporting me. Yes, um, I want to eat. So if you want to um, just please share, just follow us. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get sponsorships. Shout, speaking of sponsorships, we're at um, Shelf Life, an amazing um, used and new art supply store in Greensboro. Shout out to Cassandra um, for letting us use this spot because we're here right now. And her dog. Yes. Here. Yeah, shout out to her dog. Shout out to Scarlett. They're all here. <laughs> um, but yes, thank you for listening. This is the Jamie Waynick episode. I hope you've enjoyed it. Bye. The Free Pizza Podcast. We are on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. Just go on the Google App Store. Go on everywhere. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, MySpace, Live Journal, Twitter. We tweet. We'll do smoke sniggles. Whatever y'all need. Thank y'all so much. Have a good night.